0: I had to, because it's, <laughs> it's, the, the, best it's song. the best song, I think. <laughs> but before we uh, talk too much about what song it is from what episode of what show, uh, the show is Bluey, and uh, here I am. I'm Brendan, and this is Frank. Yes, is me. And who else have we got? I am also here, Marty. <laughs> I hey! Hey! This episode of the Hammerbarn Project is called
1: Octurn for a Dream.
0: I had a whole other thing to say planned, and then I've had that song in my head all day, and I just <laughs> forgot good song, what man. else it was, because I can reveal uh, that this is the Hammerbarn Project, and we talk about the children's television program Bluey, and the episode that we've chosen for today is in fact... This episode of Bluey is called Fruit Bat. What a cracking episode. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs>
2: This is like very early on season one stuff and uh, if anyone who's seen the uh, Bluey live show play, this song gets a gig in that and also gets a run on the Bluey album. Uh, It's an original tune as far as I'm aware. It's not based on some of the classical music you see in some of the other episodes, it's an absolute banger of a song. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I'm going to spend a whole bunch of time uh, talking about this song if I don't catch myself. But I just I just love it because, like, Geoff Bush is a genius and I love all of his stuff. But there's there's something about this. It's the jangliness of it. It really calls back to, like, that late 60s, early 70s. I, I get, like, my favourite era of BGS uh before the disco period and my favourite era, well, one of my favourite eras of bob dylan it actually reminds me a lot of uh you know the big lebowski mm-hmm. the scene the dream sequence where he's flying through the sky and that's it made me think about that because it's also got like uh, the elements of uh bluey's flying it really yeah. thought i, I it made me think maybe it's even a salute to it but it's got that song i'll think of what song it is later or maybe i'll have to ring an ease but i'm getting ahead of myself
2: that's not like you,
0: and <laughs> I. I would even argue that maybe it is, <laughs> and that's me saying that. I'm not afraid to admit it.
2: Well, before Brendan clones himself and high fives himself, Marty, would you like <laughs> to give us the bare bones of this episode, please?
1: Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop it for a sec as well, because like even before I got to the episode, this time I noticed um, the studio name the studio name is? Ludo. Ludo. Ludo Yeah, Ludo. So, I'd never thought about it before. Do you know what Ludo refers to?
0: That's not the board game Ludo, is it? No.
1: And neither is it the character from the Jim Henson uh, film (laughs) (laughs) Labyrinth. We're laughing because the guys were paying me out just before we turned on the mic (laughs) for always mentioning Jim Henson things. And just being like, so have you guys seen The Labyrinth? Uh,
3: Yeah, look, I know I've
0: seen The Labyrinth, but it has been a while. And it actually wasn't a huge part of my childhood, I must confess, like most of the people I know who know the labyrinth, um like it was part of their growing yeah. up, and I came yeah. to it quite late, so I don't know it the way other people know it. Anyway,
1: there, there is a character called Udo, um, which I was kind of like, oh, you know, it's just kind of a cute word. It's actually the Latin for play, which oh, makes so man. much sense. It's like ludology is the study of play and all oh. those sorts of things. So, like, <laughs> how,
0: I can't many, believe- how many times have we said the word play in this yeah, podcast? Exactly. We're always doing that. Like,
1: <laughs> I even made reference to, like, uh, who was it? Johan Hoisinger's work, who <laughs> wrote Homo Ludens. <laughs> anyway. Man, layers bare bones this is well this is a little bit out there for studio Ludo because they're sort of showing their um, belief and understanding in the transcendental capacity of shared dreaming mm-hmm. popularized through the uh, Christopher Nolan film inception but you know I around see. since yes. the early 70s uh, as a concept as part of the uh, alternative move no really um, <laughs> this episode is about- I love when Marty does that and yeah. even
2: he knows he goes no this, this is, is getting too far. ridiculous yeah. I'm just gonna say, um, it, say it straight so this
1: episode is really just about. uh bluey figuring out that her dad actually does a lot of stuff and fruit bats are cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty much (laughs) those are the
0: two axioms uh, of the episode uh, that's
1: kind of it no you know she wants to be this fruit bat and there's kind of the reality of it but it's coming to um see the perspective of her dad and how much yeah yeah um bandit actually does for the family
2: before we get started How good is Pop-Up Croc? (laughs) How good
0: is is Pop-Up Croc? I'll give a shout out to my brother-in-law, Nick. I don't know if he knows this episode heaps well, but Nick obviously married to my sister Kelly and they are the ones who got me on to uh, the show, Bluey. They introduced me to it. And um, it's just such a Nick thing to say, just like <laughs> how good is Pop Up Croc? <laughs> and just, and Nick's really into board games and ah, all different kinds of like games with the kids. And he's always he's always introduce every time we go camping, he's got a new like like um zombie kids or or Spot It, or, like, a new kids game that yeah. actually still appeals to me because I'm a big kid. And he'll always go, how good is Zombie Kids? Or, how good is... So, how good is Pop-Up Croc is such a Nico thing to say. And it's um, it's a big- Did you guys ever play, like, Pop-Up Pirate? No, have I had kids? to look it up. I, I was kind of like, this has got really based it's, on something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, Pop-Up Pirate was like you had a little plastic pirate, and he was in, barrel? like, a barrel, yeah. and you had swords and there was like a it was really i i can't remember how it works but i know when i was a kid because i'm that kind of kid i like i wasn't interested in playing it i was interested in figuring out how it worked <laughs> and yeah you you'd have a random there was a certain amount of swords or something that that clicked the spring and and you you nice. had to be it was like past the bomb you know you had to yep. be the guy who didn't didn't fire the pirate up <laughs> but it's such a cool <laughs> play on it like um just like putting Crocodiles into a ship, to
1: a tinny, into yeah. a tinny, no less.
0: <laughs> Obvious shout out to uh, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> he the hat yeah. with, the, uh, with the little with the, the crocodile, crocodile teeth. Going yeah, yep. I rewatched yeah, so nice. Crocodile Dundee movies recently. Yeah, it is a tinny that uh, that he's uh, paddling out uh, when he gets attacked that causes his story to be put in the paper. And so, yeah, that's very mm. accurate to the film. Actually,
2: so the only thing I'll say about it is the numbers on the side. Are they
0: a reference to (gasps) something? I wanted, I wanted them to be, and I haven't. I didn't. I I didn't do enough for it. Marty's looking like maybe. No, 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 damn it! I wrote
1: them down. Mm. I'm like, it's what is it? It's five four zero five five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a mystery out there. There's a like
0: one day. Let's see if uh, if anybody listening picks it up, please contact us <laughs> and let us know because i saw it and i go that's gotta be this show is too good for it not to be a it's reference to something. something but i didn't exactly. i'm i i did have a little bit of a look but i didn't uh have the time today to uh to really learn before if anything if it does refer to anything
2: And probably one note for our international listeners: Seeing, uh, do bats fly in a herd? Is that what they are? Mm, A flock flock, of bats?
0: I'm not sure what the
2: The term. After the whole octopi incident, I don't want (laughs) to get my, you know, my Greek
0: words wrong. (laughs) Well, let's let's be absolutely clear. If you don't mind, Mm -hmm. can I just ring Reese? Because yeah. she will definitely she know. knows about bats. Okay, well yeah. oh, well she knows about everything. Okay, yeah. Um, in fact, I'll ask her about that that song as well because I had to catch myself out before because I didn't want to speak too much about the song, but you know now I'm using this opportunity <clears> to <throat> get. uncle
3: Brendan? Hey, Reese, how you doing? Yeah, you know, can't complain.
0: Look, uh, what were we? Uh, what were we just talking about? It was um. Oh yeah, what's the collective noun for like a bat?
3: your standard flock or colony, which are both acceptable, but my favourite is a cloud of bats.
0: Oh! Okay. They, they're so funny, aren't they? <laughs> Who knew? That's an interesting one. I wonder what the... Oh, and also, you know that... Um, what, You know Big Lebowski? Yeah
3: although I probably shouldn't on account of me being eight years old. And variations on a particular curse word occur 292 times throughout the course of that film.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Um, uh, No, I was wondering, the the dream sequence, the first one, where he gets punched, there's a a Bob Dylan... The
3: man in me. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's Bob Dylan's the man in me. It also plays during the stylized opening title sequence.
0: What album was that on?
3: That would be his 1970 record, New Morning.
0: Oh, did you know? The
3: first song on that album also appears on George Harrison's All Things Must Part. Oh, you did know. <coughs> if not for you, that he... written about Dylan's first wife. Yeah, because... Harrison re-recorded it after learning it at one of Dylan's recording sessions in May of that year. Oh, and but... both oh. Dylan and Harrison formed part of impromptu supergroup the Silver Wilburys with Credence Clearwater Revival John Fogerty. Yep. And the dude loves his credence.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to school my nieces. Wow. <laughs> Good knowledge, uh, kid.
3: Hey, uh, you pick these things up here and there. Thanks, Reese. All in a
0: day's work. You're a champ.
2: Bye. There you go. Your nieces and nephews never cease to amaze my me. My get knowledge. out of jail free card. <laughs> Every time. On the topic of bats, international listeners might go, what is this country, Australia, where in the the evening time you can see this insane amount of bats flying overhead? Um, That's called Queensland. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Basically, you won't find that in almost most other parts of the country. In Sydney, it happens as well. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, Yeah, Sydney's pretty... Pretty batty. Are they regular bats Um, as
2: opposed to fruit bats, though?
1: I've never gotten close enough to ask. (laughs) They're
2: large. (laughs) Yeah, They're big enough to stay away from. Mm -hmm. I remember being up in that part of the country on the Gold Coast and... Yeah, just experiencing exactly that. You think it's a flock of birds, it's reaching dusk, and nope, they're just bats. Um, <laughs> you know, didn't mention that to my little nieces who were there at the time, who wow, look at all the
1: birds. I'm like, yeah, birds.
2: They're not <laughs> birds.
0: They're giant vampire bats. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's just a little quote from a little movie.
1: It is nice to have all the Australian animals listed. They're saying goodnight to all oh, the animals. Right.
0: So it's like, you know, what is it?
1: Kangaroos, bilbies... And um, of course, then you've got goodnight fruit bats. They're, and oh no, wait—they don't go to bed. They're octurnal. And you're—you're already, you're already used the line Frank, but it's like good knowledge, kid. <laughs> I think there's an interesting little thing. There's two ways that can go. The bandit doesn't know that that's not right. <laughs> Uh, Which is yeah. a nice little idea, <laughs> but I don't think really true. But it's just yeah. nice that he doesn't correct her in that moment. It's like yeah. it's mm-hmm. enough. You understand the concept, yeah. Yeah. And it's a really interesting thing to do in a kid's show as well. Because it's kind of like, oh, do they have a um you know a requirement to be correct because kids are learning from this show? No, maybe having it wrong creates an opportunity for a conversation or something more. Um, Maybe just, yeah, just having it there. So, yeah, it's really nice that they are playing with that in the sense that, you know, they don't have to be right all the time just because they're a kids' show. Yeah.
0: I do love the other little uh, nugget of uh, unexpected knowledge that uh, Bingo drops uh, during this episode. Um, if I'm not cutting anybody off, go for it. When she's on the loo, <laughs> that's one of my favourite and yep. most quotable yep. parts of the. Yep. I'm doing a wee, even though I don't need to, just so I don't wet the bed. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's clever. It's called a tactical wee. <laughs> doing a tactical wee. That's a that's a move that I remember very clearly from my childhood. Even
2: though this episode is largely centered around Bluey, Bingo once again shines pretty bright, considering the. Uh, the little airtime she gets. Hey, or as- airtime.
0: No I, sorry, go on. <laughs> A little bit of aviation humour for you.
2: <laughs> oh, it went over my head. Um it oh, he keeps on coming. <laughs> So one of my favorite bits of this episode is when Bandit is trying to get the kids to bed and we end up having to play penguins across the floor of the bathroom, which, P.S., how big is that bathroom? He's <laughs> got the ability to slide from the sink. It looks like this bathroom goes forever. Um, but in the background of that, you actually see Bingo is supposedly being the good sister and going off to have a shower. She's in the shower all right. With an umbrella yeah. <laughs> And she's just, you know, doing that thing where she's like rubbing off the fog on the, on the shower door I was Love waiting that. for her to just like, you know, do put her mouth on it and blow a bubble like kids do But she's, yeah yeah, yeah. I had a shower
0: uh, Back when umbrella. shower time was playtime <laughs> It was the only way to get kids in the shower, I suppose To make it attractive by involving things like umbrellas
2: <laughs> Not a terribly effective shower if you have no. an umbrella, is it? <laughs> yeah, it kind of defeats
0: the purpose
2: And my other favourite bingo bit of this episode, I mean, you've called out the tactical Mm weed, which, of course, is pretty good. (laughs) But, uh, you know, they're trying to get to sleep and and Bluey can't get to sleep, more (laughs) to the point. And she's like, hey, bingo, are you you asleep? And look over at bingo, cut to bingo. Just she's just pulling shapes in her sleep, tongue hanging out the side. Man. I'm sure a lot of people could
0: relate to that with
3: yeah. their younger siblings.
0: That's, like. that's such a great moment, and such a funny still shot. Sorry, <laughs>
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna reference something else again.
0: Uh, have we seen it though? <laughs>
1: yeah, have you seen Hayao Miyazaki's My Neighbor Totoro? Ah,
0: uh, ah, uh, uh, uh Watching it today, I was. Oh, oh wow, there you go. So did you get up to the bit where
1: May, the younger daughter, pretty much does exactly d-toro. that? There's a scene of them waking up and she's just, like, half out of the bed in this really, you know, awkward (laughs) way.
0: I'm going to dob myself in. Uh, It was on. (laughs) 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 Uh, To say that I was watching it might be a little little bit of a stretch. Nora was watching it and I was- Uh, getting frustrated at how the English subtitles are obviously taken f- verbatim from the original Japanese rather than from the uh, English dub, and so there was lots of mismatches, and it's very difficult to watch.
2: Just like saying I watched The Bachelor because it was on, I didn't actually watch. <laughs> I would it. just, uh, I
0: would rather the subtitles. Uh, like I don't know why they were on. Because I mean, I understand. Like, obviously, they come from different sources. The English dub can't be exactly what the words were, and then take the words from the English dub. Or maybe that's just me being—I don't know—really entitled. Entitled,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I'm just really entitled because I'm like, what's an English dub?
2: No, oh. <laughs> goddamn yes. Yeah. So here's a question for you: At what point? Because part of the back half of this episode is more basically—it's a, it's a dream sequence. At what point does Bluey fall asleep?
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Like, it's 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 really ambiguous. Yeah, they leave it really open to interpretation. Well,
1: I think it must be after she sees the gigantic gigantic game of pop-up croc yeah it's uh, that's obviously
0: (laughs) real yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that happens i want to live in a world where that is we had
1: that continuity from the other episode oh no wait i'm not allowed to talk about it otherwise you'll get the newspaper out leave it leave it it's it's interesting isn't it and there's no definite it's another thing that makes me go oh this really pushes things for a kids show yeah in terms of that mystery because it is kind of It's quite subtle. We do have when she goes downstairs and there's the massive pop-up croc, which I think is probably my favourite shot. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that it isn't mentioned, the fact that... Things are weird, very weird. Um, we've just got a bit of weird, plinky-plonky music. And
2: in that scene, what I noticed, the audio, if you have a lo- yeah. really close listen to it, Ooh. there's a slight Echo. ring or
1: hollowness to the, the words.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 just, yeah. yeah it's just, no. and
2: it's pretty subtle, but it is there. The sound's
1: <laughs> a little bit off, but there's no, yeah. you know, reference to the fact that Chili's doing this Just just nonchalantly yeah. putting this thing together.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool balance of not quite right but right but not. And um I really love that because dreaming is like you can't put your finger on exactly what's not right about it. Mm. And I just do love seeing representations of that in cinema. A little shout out to uh eternal sunshine of the spotless Spotlight, mind yeah. at the end when they the when the the house is like no spoilers but the house is like flooding and the the way is it michelle gondry who directed that i want to say Mm. I'll cut that out if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) A little insight into my uh, editing values there. Um, (laughs) But no, that just like I love stuff that when I go, oh, this person dreams like I dream. (laughs) Yeah. Because that is really like that's how it feels.
1: There are some really interesting bits of carryover, as you say. So we have the emphasis on the pop-up croc so we can have it again in the dream sequence. Bandit's actually playing with his touch football. As they're going to bed, so he kind of, I think he throws it in the backyard, or he's got a little bit of business when he's just, like, spinning it in his hands, and then it comes back around to, you know, that sequence where we see Bandit falling asleep on the ground. Sorry, I'm taking a step back before... Well, presumably before she goes to sleep.
0: Oh, that's all right. I think generally in this podcast, in general, we're getting uh, we're getting more this way, that way, f- forwards, back. And I don't know, I don't hate it because you know that's how that's how we actually have a conversation about this show because there's so much good all over the place that uh, my excitement for it is non-linear.
2: You could say we're a bunch of dogs chasing cars.
0: <laughs> we could. Mm. We could. We're just a bunch no. of dogs with our f- heads out the window. There's just so
1: many smells <laughs> coming at us. But I love just Bandit passed out on the floor. Oh, he's, yeah, his footy, yeah. he's down
0: there, he's, he's doing
1: little dog sleeping action. It's,
0: it's a classic dog sleeping yep. thing where the legs kick and they, they think they're running. And But then know. he scores the try and he's yeah. like celebrating
2: in his sleep sort of thing. Makes me wonder, just go, so when I stopped playing, you know, indoor cricket all those years ago, was I doing that? Was I shadow batting in my sleep? <laughs> like I'm sure Ali would have mentioned it
0: at some point. Um, I, and I love uh, a really- the little, sorry, you go, manic.
1: You were probably going to say the same thing. It's just a little back and forth between chilly and bluey they are like hey what what am i gonna do with you hey it's just there's that it's is just, exactly what i was yeah, gonna say exactly, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, it's a lovely
0: little just the her eyes when she does <laughs> it
1: and just the the tone of voice when it's like you know she's oh maybe i can dream of being a fruit uh, And she's like bye mom oh yeah okay it's <laughs> like wow that was easier than i thought it was gonna be <laughs>
0: And there's lots of cool, oh, okay moments in it, like when they're trying to get- When Bandit's trying to get Bluey to bed, <laughs> that scream that Bluey does. I think it's about bedtime, like at the very start yeah, yeah. when they finish playing Pogger It's Toby. She runs off uh, and there's this-, there's this really theatrical scream. It's great. It's a great voice acting moment. And then, oh, here we go. And then just all the- Every time Bandit says- Oh, but then we don't get to play penguins. Oh yeah, yeah. Penguins. And, and, then, and then we don't get to do this, or we, you don't have to. We don't get to play the game where I pretend to fall, you asleep. Know, fall asleep when I'm reading. <laughs> yeah. And there's all like we, for every time it's it's parenting one hundred and one again because yeah. for every time Bluey complains, it's just like oh well, what about this though? And then yeah, and then like <laughs> tro- suggesting something different Moving and, one step and, closer. and, and yeah. going no, you can't do that, but like how about this? Another thing about the Penguins, they actually cut that bit out for the CBeebies version for the. And internationally, I think, because they didn't want kids to replicate that. Really? That game? Yeah. <laughs> so know, in, in, I in, was in wondering.
2: Which, country was this?
0: I don't know. I, t- I just saw it in passing. But um, mm-hmm. I think. CBB's the that's, that's British. The UK one? Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think you won't find it in, in that version because, um, yeah, they were just concerned about replication. And it's funny, a little, little bit of a tidbit uh, that I'm doing uh, a lot. I've What have I? I've thrown in some Unnecessary Indiana Jones, if you can catch it earlier. <laughs> and now I'll throw in some Unnecessary Back to the Future. Uh, the other great uh, trilogy from the 80s, originally uh, the time machine wasn't going to be a DeLorean. It was going to be a fridge. There's going to be a uh, time traveling fridge, but they were concerned that in the first draft, it was a fridge, but they were concerned that kids were going to be climbing into fridges across the country. So they changed it to a DeLorean, which most kids probably couldn't afford. (laughs) (laughs) And their parents would probably soon have a fridge. I don't know why they didn't all have DeLoreans, because the stainless steel construction makes the flux dispersal. (laughs) Look out.
1: I'm going to take us back to um, all the different games he suggests so they can play it. And that, that's something that I'm having to learn at parenting is just like, oh, Naomi's mm. upset about something because, no, I don't want to put my pajamas on. Oh, but if we put your pajamas on, then it can be story yep. time. Ah, okay. Yeah. So we'll get on board with yeah. that. But yeah, I, lo- I just love there's a little bit of when they get to the story time. It's like there's a little bit of reality there that we find out afterwards when he's passed out on the floor, the idea that he's just falling asleep. Yeah, He's just so close to falling asleep. <laughs> that, that, that could be real.
0: Oh, man. It's worth a second mention. Just bingo asleep. <laughs> <laughs> just that. <just>, uh, <laughs> so I just, fast, yeah. too. <laughs> so fast. Fun- yeah. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the way she looks, it's so funny.
2: <laughs> so probably my other favorite uh, animation shout-out. So there's a shot of bingo we've mentioned a couple of times. But as Bluey is a fruit bat and she's flying around, eventually comes across her dad and uh, hangs from the, I think they the stadium lights that are sort of lighting the field. Where he's- and you see the bugs actually mm. flying, yeah. gathering around the lights and the way they you know cast a shadow through the beam of the lights. That for me, and it's such a simple thing. It makes that seem Oh, you're there. It makes it seem oh, yeah. real. Mm. Yeah, you're not just most. Every other show would have just gone. Here's your floodlight, and it's just a you know a, a white or yellow wash beam that comes out of the light. They went, no, we're going to annoy the hell out of the animators and put these (laughs) bugs flying around. And it was just just perfect.
0: There's an Aussie moment for you. (laughs) I can remember I once went to New Zealand with a girl that I dated and her extended family were over there. And we were having a nice summer nights uh, at this avocado farm. And we had the door open and there was a light out there. And I was looking up at this light, and it was just this naked just light that was fine. No and much. we had the door open. And I just went, it wouldn't happen in Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other thing is by the speed of the bugs, you can tell how humid it is. It's like the yeah. slower the slower <laughs> bugs move. It's yeah. just like, oh yeah, okay. okay. It's Queensland. Yeah, yeah even okay. the bugs have had enough of this humidity. <laughs> <laughs> just going through the soup.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also love um oh maybe it's not even an Australianism, but just the Oh, did you see my try? Yeah. How good was it? So good. <laughs> like the the rhetorical question, how good is that? And the obviously the token response, so good. How good? So good. I thought it was really interesting because in that
1: moment, it's almost like they've traded positions as- parent and child oh, there's even that's like cool. a little bit of, you know there's the height difference thing of like she's up there and he and watching watching you do so like oh did you see me did you see me yeah and that's that right sort of man
0: so and i love that that's something that Bluey has created in her mind <sighs> like she that's wanted her in her dreaming she yeah. subconsciously wanted to give that moment to her dad like she gets from her dad in real life mm. and just so she's so grateful that he does all this for her and then but he she's kind of imagining and not so different from who Bandit actually is because he's quite childlike in many yep. ways. Mm. But just that he gets that opportunity to go, did you see it? <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's really, yeah, you're right. That's really sweet.
2: And we get to see, of course, on the football field, we get to see a few uh, <laughs> little cameos in there. Of course, we get a uh, neighbour, Pat. Uh, we get Mackenzie's dad, who, to my knowledge, I don't think we know his name at this point.
0: No, I think that is his first appearance too, yeah.
2: Yeah, we get uh, Uncle Stripes, of course, and I think even... <laughs> some some great banter between them. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, 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 yeah. There's more where yeah.
0: that came from? Oh, yeah, yeah, righto. Oh, <laughs> whatever you reckon. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
1: There's one other, like, Australian line in this uh, I wanted to touch on, which is grub. Yeah. Yeah, you do, you grub. Yeah, yeah, grub. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah oh, I'd love that. <laughs> the, we would go all over. I'd love you. I bet you would, you grub. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So,
1: once again, for international listeners, um, grub is... It's not, uh, well, my understanding is it's a shortening of grubby. Yeah, you're like, you're grubby. Yeah. You're yep. a grub. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, you are a um, like a pupae, <laughs> you're some sort of insect <laughs> yeah. pupae. A little, a grub, yeah, a witchetty grub. Which are also not particularly clean. I med- oh, Who knows? No. no. Yeah, mm. It's all subjective, really. Let's, you know. It's, it's not-, not food
2: either. We're not <laughs> referring to food when we say grub.
0: <laughs> no. It depends how much you need that protein. Because <laughs> pound for pound, a witchetty grub has more protein than <laughs> meat or fish. I'm sure Bear Grylls would tell you if that's accurate. I don't know. I just pulled that out of nowhere.
2: And, hey, speaking of food, the uh, the sort of ending scene where Bluey yeah. wakes up and, oh, 7 o'clock. I tell you, Ali and I looked at each other and went, oh, what I wouldn't give for our son to sleep <laughs> till 7 o'clock right now. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Parents can relate.
3: Yeah. Bluey, I've made your favourite.
2: Fruit salad. Yuck. Hey. No more fruit and then Chili <laughs> looks at, exchange. B- at at Bingo <laughs> yeah. and b- like for an answer, and Bingo's like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's a g-
0: that's a great little exchange." Like, <laughs> yeah. so good. I love that it's a moment that. between Chili and Bingo as well. I love yeah. that it's it's like pan generation. Yeah, uh, that that, <laughs> that moment of well, I don't understand either. <laughs> I love moments like that.
1: So, one of the things we haven't talked about, I'm not sure if it appears before this point in the series, is their bedroom and how cool it is yeah <laughs> how cool is the kid's yeah. bedroom it's got the stars which so are like good. it's once like the again, loft thing yeah yeah it's got the loft thing it's got the which they like people sit in at certain points and things like that but it's got the the mm. stars which to me is like a classic 80s thing of the the glow in the dark sort of stars it's yeah, got the sort yeah. of what is it the soft lights and the um the sort of colours is the the giant watermelon rug yeah. so it's just like yeah that's such a cosy space as well well, and yeah, so, yeah, the whole house is very cozy, but I think that just adds a level to it.
0: I'm actually, yeah, genuinely jealous of the the room. I didn't get a room like that when I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> Thanks, mum and dad. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I, I love your mum. <laughs> and, oh, and dad. I always forget that. Bit. That
2: was close. <laughs> the other detail that we sort of see very briefly in uh, the kids' rooms is at the foot of each of their beds. There is a letter carved into like the the foot of the bed. Uh, and in Bluey's case, it's a capital B, and in Bingo's case, it's a lowercase b. Isn't that cute?
1: (laughs) That's kind of like just in uh, Jim Henson's- uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you- Like, I knew you were going to take it there because it made me think of Bert and Ernie. Is that where you- (laughs) (laughs) I I, I can see it on your face. Well, you mentioned that uh, final moment, Frank, which is one of my favourites. And so what better way- to close up this episode about this episode of Bluey than with the end of the episode of the episode of Bluey because this is the end of the episode of the podcast about the episode of Bluey. Do I make that clear? No. I'll sit, Look, I'll start again. <laughs> um,
2: so you're going to start the ending again.
0: I'll start the ending right. by ending at the beginning, which is a very good place to-
2: Or you could just end it right now.
0: <sighs> Isle 300.
1: Left at the fake grass. If you hit a flamingo, you've gone too far. Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbahn Project on Facebook.com/slash Hammerbahn at Hammerbahn Proj on Twitter, or underscore Project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley, and Reese, and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening, and remember to get down to Hammerbahn for cheap shovels.